Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and this is actually a special episode because we are reaching a milestone. This is our 250th episode of Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, which means we're only 50 episodes away from episode 300, which... Honestly, if I'm thinking about it right now, I think it's going to be reached next year. So, I guess the countdown to episode 300 begins today. And what a way to begin that countdown by talking about this episode called The Sissy. And this is a this is an episode that talks about besides Lord because we're going to figure out who Lord is. Also, the entire situation of transgender and gender identity, because it has become a hot topic issue in the United States and the world, honestly, for the last 10 years or so, probably more than it ever has been. And they do it in a way that is actually not offensive at all, or at least I don't think is offensive at all, but maybe I'm wrong. So let's dive into this week's episode, The Sissy. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on October 8th, 2014. So our episode begins at the bus stop where Cartman has his hand in his coat pocket and He's having an inner self monologue because he keeps getting teased. And if he keeps getting teased, he's going to do something. He's going to do something that people are going to regret. So we see Cartman going to the bathroom and oh, look, it's Butters. He's no longer suspended at the school. Boy, that's a key thing to have there, you know, finish that storyline. So Butters is no longer suspended. He is back at school. So Cartman has a couple of comic books, and he tries to go into his first stall. Well, someone is occupying it. Then he tries to go to the other bathroom stall. Someone has occupied it. Well, this is where Cartman pretty much loses it. Because he pulls out a bow. So he identifies himself as a girl to go to the girl's bathroom. And he tells the girls that it's okay. He can use it because he is transgender. So Principal Victoria has a talk with Cartman. And he's like, I'm Erica. Eric, listen. Erica? No, Eric! Listen. And, you know, it's like, you can't use the girl's bathroom. You just can't randomly go into the girl's bathroom. And Cartman uses the card of, I'm a transgender. You know, you you can't make me go to the boy's bathroom if I feel like I'm a girl. I'm a transgender. So... Principal Victoria talks with Mr. Mackey and Mr. Garrison about this whole situation. And Mr. Garrison's advice is, just let him go. I mean, 
it's a fight you're going to lose. Just let him go. And one of them asks Mr. Garrison, so, you know, does he have us in control? And he's like, he's got you in a royal flush. Oh, royal flush. Oh, get it, bathroom. Eh, never mind. So now we go to the Broflovsky house and there's a knock at the door. And it's a reporter from Spin Magazine. And this reporter asks Gerald a few questions. And basically, he's trying to dig into the details about why Lord was at a party for a kid. You know, from last week with Scott Malkinson. I, Scott Malkinson, I have diabetes. So... The reporter is trying to dig deeper and deeper into trying to figure out why Lord was there. Um, so then we see Sharon. Sharon is doing laundry, and you know she's putting stuff in the laundry shoe or in the lo- in the washer. When all of a sudden, she sees a pair of fish stocks or you know fish stocking nets, and she goes to Randy, and Randy's you know. Being defensive about this, but not in an aggressive way. He's like, I, I, I don't know what got you know. I don't know why it's there. So he then calls somebody on the phone, and is like, I don't know if I could keep doing this. And we find out it's a record, you know, executive. And he's like, Look, don't worry. You just keep going. If you feel like someone is doing this, you come to me. And I'll take care of it. So, as this is happening, Cartman is still using the girls' bathroom. And Principal Victoria comes in and basically makes a deal with Cartman. Saying, if we create a bathroom just for you, will you stop using the girls' bathroom? And Cartman's like, Yes, absolutely. If you give me my own bathroom, I will yeah, I will stop using the girls' bathroom. So the deal is that the janitor's room is going to end up being the bathroom for transgenders. Now, my only thing is I wonder how the janitor felt about this deal. There had to be something. Where it's like, look, you're going to lose your bathroom, unfortunately. But it's for a good cause. So, Cartman is in the janitor's office with uh, a decorator trying to figure out what they're going to put in this bathroom. So, the day comes and Cartman has his own bathroom because he's a transgender. Again, his words. And he's able to use the bathroom and it plays music. And it's one of the happiest moments of his entire life. So then we see, uh, we go a little bit forward, and we see Randy is working on a song. And, you know, he's working on this song. And Sharon calls him to get the groceries, and it kind of scares him, but he has a hit song. He's got a hit song coming into his head. 
meanwhile, uh, the, you know, the whole thing with Carmen and the bathroom is going really well until one day Wendy shows up. But it's not Wendy. See, Wendy is now Wendell and is identified as a man, as a boy. So now Wendell uses the bathroom, the transgender bathroom that Cartman is using. And this pisses Cartman off, I guess, because it's trying to prove a point that, you know, if you can use this bathroom, I can use it, too. So Cartman is just upset. He's so upset that he wants charges pressed against Wendy for this and it just you know it just makes him mad so as you know now we're getting a little further in this and, and now we go to the reporter the reporter is continuing his investigation into lord and talks to one of randy's co-workers who was told to be the you know i'm the uncle of lord well, we find out that it's all fake. You know, the story's made up. So now, Stan has a bit of a problem. Because he gets called out by Cartman because of what Wendy is doing. And identify like he identifies Stan as being gay. So then Stan tries to have a talk with Randy. And this is where Randy tells Stan that he is Lord. Yep. Randy is Lord. I know. Worst kept secret in the world. So he talks about how he comes up with a song. He sings it in his phone. And the way he does it is he was trying to use the men's bathroom, but the men's bathroom gets occupied. So he goes to the women's bathroom and the women's bathroom is so much better than the men's. I can't tell you because I've never been in the women's bathroom. So he does this song, you know, he comes up with a song and then he puts it onto a computer. Then he uses auto tone and other stuff and he gets a song. Now, the, now this person that's singing the song when they, you know, use auto tune is actually the singer Sia and Sia at about this time is in the point of her biggest career like the biggest peak of her career so Sia had begun in 1997 as a solo artist and I didn't realize until doing you know my uh, investigation and stuff getting ready for the show she's 47 years old as of this recording so She's been around the music business for almost 30 years, maybe a little more than 30 years. She's been a solo artist for close to 30 years. She doesn't get her big break until 2013 and then becomes this big singer. And, you know, she does a guest appearance in this episode. And I mean, I didn't know at the time that she was doing this and, you know, she just has this 
breakout, you know, few years, and now she's a big star. She's just this huge star. Uh, she came out with an album a couple years ago, songs from and inspired by the motion picture, which came out in 2021. Let me check out this album. What what songs does she sing on this? Uh, Together. Okay. Hey, boy. Saved my life. Are, are these like... Oh, so these are all her singing. Okay, never mind. I thought these were like cover songs. <laughs> but yeah, it's actually kind of a big deal that, you know, they got Sia to do this in this episode. So pretty interesting. So now Stan is in a predicament because he's not really sure. You know, does he identify himself as a boy? Does he identify himself as a girl? You know, does it come into being cisgender, which was discussed in the episode? Mr. Garrison had talked about it. So Cartman and Butters, and boy, Butters is such a dick in this episode. They call Stan a sissy, C-I-S-S-Y. And there's no one really to defend stand on this i mean uh clyde tries but he's like oh no no i'm not a sissy meanwhile randy's having a big problem because he feels like people are starting to figure out who lord is and there is an article that's going to be coming out in spin magazine revealing who lord is so we have this scene, and this is right now the best scene, I think, of the entire season. I know we're three episodes in, but this is a really good scene. Randy is sitting in the backyard. He's sitting on a picnic table, and he's got his beer. Gluten-free, by the way. And Sharon has a just wants to talk with him. And what she says, well, it's... Pretty impressive. Let's just go with that. You just gonna drink beer alone all day? It's okay, it's gluten free. All right. Do you know why young people like Lord so much? It's because she's something different. Kids have had pop music artists flash tits and crotch in their face, and most kids are actually smart enough to be sick of it. Lord represents something in all of us, the truth that wants to be heard. If I could talk to Lord right now, you know what I'd tell her? I'd tell her not to let people change who she is. I'd tell her that if people are making fun of her, it's probably because they've lost touch with being human. I'd tell her to keep on doing what she does. Because when someone's not allowed to express who they are inside, then we all lose. That's what I would say to Lord. So, because of that one speech, because of that one speech, it inspires Randy to write a song. And the song, you know, it really hits to everyone. Everyone is dancing. Everyone loves the song. And they do a montage of this. And the reporter who was gonna, you know, like, break the truth. Like, it was gonna 
reveal who Lord is. He deletes the article. He gets rid of the article that he had written, which basically would have destroyed Randy. So, after we get the montage, um, Principal Victoria announces at the school that from now on, we're going to let everyone use whatever bathroom they want to use. If you're a boy and you feel like you're a girl, you could go to the girl's bathroom. If you're a girl and you feel like you're a boy, you could go to the boy's bathroom. And everyone claps, except for Carmen, because this ruins his entire plan of having his own bathroom. So, Stan is going to go to the boy's bathroom when Butters is like, Oh no, you're not coming to this bathroom. You're going to use the sissy bathroom. And there's a sign on the door that says sissy. Again, Butters is being such a dick in this episode. I don't get it. So, Stan goes to the sissy bathroom, and it's basically, you know, the transgender bathroom the way it was left, and he claps his hand, music plays, and Stan is like, oh, I could get kind of used to this bathroom. And that's the end of the sissy. Um, I'm gonna say, I really enjoyed this episode. I really did. I thought it was a really good episode. The, the, the first two were kind of, eh. This one really holds up. And I think the there's kind of a hidden message. There's two messages in this episode. The first one is to be yourself. And South Park doesn't normally do those kind of things. But that's the message in this episode. Number one is be yourself. And number two, don't be afraid of who you are. Don't let people change you just for their benefit. You be you for who you are. That's what I got from it. And I really like this episode. This is right now the best episode so far. And we're, we're almost to the halfway point. There's a couple more episodes left to go on that. I'm going to give this a 9. This was a really good episode. I really enjoyed this. And I thought it it just was a really good episode. It was really well done. Um, just fantastic writing. Fantastic all around. Just a really good episode. I'm, I'm going to give this one a 9. Now before I get into uh, production notes and thoughts, let's talk about the singer Lord. So, Lord is from New Zealand, and she is 26 years old as of this recording. Only 26 years old. So, we all know she had the big hit with Royal, which you couldn't escape that song. You just could not escape that song. And it's kind of proven to be her biggest hit to this point. Since she came out with that song and her debut album, she's only released two albums since. Melodrama in 2017 and Solar Power in 2021. Um, she guest starred on an episode of Saturday Night Live in 2017 where she was the musical performance. And Lord has recorded 
you know, she's recorded a bunch of hits. Uh, with, like I said, Royals being the biggest hit. That That's the big one. Um, I'm trying to get her um, singles here. So, Royals went number one in, in, in the big countries. New Zealand, Canada, Ireland, the UK, and the United States. After that, her biggest hit in the United States after that song is a song called Team, which went all the way to number six in the United States. She had a third single release called Tennis Court that only went to number 71 in the U.S. After that, um, she... Or actually, I'm sorry, she had a fourth song from that album, Glory and Gore, which went to number 68. And then she did a song for the, Hungers, the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1, where it went to number 34, Yellow Flicker Beat. Her second album, Melodrama, uh, she released three songs, two of them charted in the United States, Green Light, which went to number 19, and Homemade Dynamite Remix featuring Khalid, Post Malone, and SZA went to number 92. Her last album, Solar Party, or Solar Power, pardon me, she released five songs as singles, only one of them charted the, the self-titled song, Solar Power, went to number 64 on there. That's very interesting. So it's safe to say Lord is not a one-hit wonder. It's very safe to say that. But, you know, it just... I, I guess her... Like, her first song was her biggest hit, and... It, you know, she hasn't had a really big hit since, but I mean, she's still active, still going strong, and I'm glad that she's continuing to do what she is doing, uh, performing, you know, and just being a really good singer. She's really good. Okay, so let's take a look at a couple of production notes from this episode. Trey Parker and Matt Stone had the Cartman-Gender storyline figured out from the start of the production on the episode, but virtually had nothing else to go with it for much of the production cycle. In the previous episode, and second of the season, Gluten-Free Ebola, the boys are still despised for their behavior in the first episode of the season. Parker and Stone liked the idea of having a story carry over from one episode to the next, so decided to expand on that in doing it again. Um, the idea from Gluten-Free Ebola they chose was the scene where Randy pretends to be Lord. To play with this idea some more for this episode, they decided to make it so that Randy really was Lord, in part because some reviewers of the previous episode thought this really was the case and gave criticism for it. The fictional Lord's song, Push, Feel Good on a Wednesday, was sung by Sia. Sia confirmed her involvement in an interview with NME in February 2015 and also praised the song written by Trey Parker. Sia assumed that Lord would find it funny. We'll find out what Lord thought of it momentarily. The episode was originally called Cartman's Bathroom. Yeah, I think we're better off with the sissy than Cartman's bathroom. I have uh, much, much better, much better title.
Uh, what did the critics think of this episode? Well, Eric Thurm of the AV Club gave this a B plus. Max Nicholson of IGN gave the episode a 7.5 out of 10. And Christian Scarlett Malloy of Slate lauded the episode's approach to transgender issues, noting, when it comes to trans in mainstream media, it seems the tables have finally begun to turn. I do want to say, and it kind of goes back to really all the way to season one with um, Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride, where they talk about, you know, uh, in this case, using the dog as being gay and how you have to learn to accept people being gay and how South Park is one of, that was one of those episodes I felt where South Park was kind of on the forefront of touching on topics that other shows or other people wouldn't really touch. I feel like this episode, considering the time that this episode aired, 2014, we're in a world where I don't think people coming out saying, you know, I'm transgender, I'm this when I am not this, but I feel this. I feel like they were kind of on the cusp of something. Because you look at everything going on now since that episode aired, and I'm not saying this episode is the reason for it. I just feel like, you know, this is another situation where Trey Parker and Matt Stone were kind of like on on the fence of breaking that wall, that, that proverbial wall down, and getting, you know, a, a topic out that most people won't talk about. Now, Lord's reaction. Lord parodied the portrayal of herself in the episode by stating some of the lines her character said. She later stated, and I quote, We actually, in my hotel room, went, Yeah, 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 I'm Lord, yeah, 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 for like an hour. Lord, overall, reacted positively towards the episode, posting praise for its themes and humor on her Instagram account. See, when people get it, you know, they have so much fun with it. They just really do. Okay, let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this week's episode. Almost 3,000 people have given this episode a rating. That's quite a, quite a number there. The average rating for this episode is an 8.4 out of 10. 921 people gave this a 10, 771 people gave it a 9, that's the score I'm going to be giving this episode, 630 people gave it an 8, and 33 people gave it a 1. To break it down to demographics, the average rating for males is an 8.4, with its highest demographic being in the 18 to 29 category with an average rating of an 8.7. For females, the average rating is an 8.3, with its highest demographic also being 18 to 29, with an average rating of an 8.7. However, three, three females under 18 uh, have an average rating of a 9. However, as you all know, I don't do 
that low of a number. I only accept the ones that are a little bit higher, so that's why I'm giving it to the 18 and 29 category on the female side. So, what did the users of IMDb think of this episode? This is always my favorite part. This is always my favorite part, is when I get to the user reviews. Well, let's see what they thought. Uh, this first one is from Jiminy Jiminy Jeebus. Jiminy Jeebus. Who wrote, Matt and Trey are back on song with... I think it's meant to be strong. Matt and Trey are back on song with this episode doing what they do best. Ripping up the, po the politically correct and allowing humanity to laugh at the absurdity of it all. After a shaky start to the season, maybe the boys were dusting off the cobwebs, it was nice to see some truly relevant and hilarious social commentary inter interspersed with a healthy dose of pop culture satire. Also, was great to see Shelley back. On a more poignant note, Sharon's words of encouragement to Randy, and by proxy to Lord and transgender people and everyone in general, were really touching as they transcended the usual BuzzFeed hack journalism that so often infiltrates our lives, stripping it away and leaving it its wake, something that was, an, that was as equally beautiful as it was comedic gold. Gave it a 10 out of 10. Next review is from Sam Wall, who wrote, They are back, indeed back. The latest season of South Park had a tiring start, it was as if it had lost all its flavors and was overdoing old gags. After watching the first two episodes, I just thought to myself, how could the South Park team not judge if an episode was overall funny or not? But thanks to their sequential writing, each episode is now in continuation with the other. So whether it makes you laugh or not, an episode will always make sense in the end. Hear it how it goes. If you find something weird in a previous episode, you'll know about it in the next one. Oh, Lord. Writing is no longer childish. There is some thought to it. If this is good or bad for the ratings, we will get to know with the coming episodes. About Sissy, it is certified funny in the South Park flavors. Nothing overdone or tiring. Next review is from MVV underscore S Jang SKE who wrote, Indeed they have, meaning South Park has grown up. The rights are taking their show into a whole new direction, allowing the characters to mature, but not enough so they lose their identities. The newly added musical features, which seemed misplaced and awkward at the previous episode, have found a great place in the sissy. It brings an even bigger sensation to the show. Spoiler alert. Good to see good old Butters has returned. The rest is for you to watch and laugh your pants off. You will shit yourself. Now isn't that punny? Carmen is struggling with his identity and is finally going gonna face a long stretched problem. Next review is from VTJ99 who wrote, Last night's episode, The Sissy, was good in many aspects. The previous episodes had been following each other based on the plot, which is new, but somehow not that great, since we are used to see random storylines. Let's talk about the episode itself now. We first see Cartman pissed off for not being able to use the bathroom whenever he wants. 
He then pretends to be uncertain of his sex so he can use the girls' bathroom, which, of course, is not well welcomed by the girls. The school then agrees on having a special bathroom for those with that condition. The only thing is, Carmen is not really uncertain of it. He really just wants privacy and a free bathroom whenever he wants. This, of course, mirrors people who pretend they're uncertain of their sex to get attention or even privileges on it. Wendy then sabotages Cartman's plans by turning one of those people and having to use the same bathroom as him. Meanwhile, a spin reporter tries to find Lord, who recently was in a, was in a party thrown by the boys. Spin is a magazine who talks about celebrities and had recently blamed South Park for making fun of Lord in the previous episode, a very respected celebrity in their opinion, apparently. Randy is trying to hide his identity, but then tells the truth to Stan, saying that he adopted the incognito of Lord in his workplace so he could use the women's bathroom, which was cleaner and had always free stalls to use. He then says that songs started coming to his head while he was hitting the John, and started to write them down and record them, only later to auto-tune it and sell it to, an, to a record studio. This satirizes how easy it is nowadays to write songs and how everyone can sound good or look good with auto-tune, makeup and Photoshop, even a 50-year-old man dressed as a woman. The spin reporter then figures that out and writes an article about it, only later to delete it, which shows us the affection the magazine has for Lord. Even though the magazine talks about gossips, the editor turns down the opportunity to reveal it to the world. The episode, in my opinion, was very solid, better than the previous ones, that, frankly, were not that good. I'll give it a 7 because the whole bisexual thing was boring. What really saved this episode were Randy's scenes, whom I consider to be one of the best characters of the show. Next review is from Kamach Bro, who wrote, Here's how I see it. The third episode of South Park includes another touchy subject in the world today, transgender and gender identity. Cartman, in an effort to be able to crap in the girls' bathroom, announces that he is transgender. He puts on a little pink bow, which he believes is enough to allow him to unload his powdered donut pancake surprise in front of the poor girls of South Park Elementary. Very soon, Cartman gets his own bathroom, the transgender bathroom, thanks to a warning by Mr. Garrison to heed to the transgenders and cisgenders. By the way, a lot of Principal Victoria, Mackie, and Garrison, and a lot less of the boys so far this season. On the other side of town, Randy continues his double life as the teen pop sensation Lord. In the world of South Park, Lord is a middle-aged man, working part-time as a geologist, who discovered his talent when he decided to transcribe the songs he sang on the toilet. Randy's hidden life exemplifies the transgender subject of the episode. Who is he really? Soon he has to explain to Stan his identity, which launches Stan into his own self-identity crisis. Back at the school, some of the confused kids, who identify themselves as transgenders and cisgenders, start using Cartman's bathroom, which obviously makes him very upset. Although the message in this week's South Park episode is a good and influential one, be who you want to be, the storylines feel awfully forced. Once again, we have some more continuation from last week's episode, where Randy played Lord at the boys' party. 
It's funny to think our beloved Randy as a 17-year-old pop singer, and the part in this episode on auto-tune is amusing. But when it comes down to it, there is no real connection between the two storylines. One could survive without the other. Not to say the storylines aren't good fun, it's just a head-scratcher and a bit of an inconvenience when we were watching Cartman raging about his private toilet, Randy Lord facing discrimination in the geology office, then having it all wrapped together by a montage with a Lord song I have never heard before in my life. The question that gets asked is, did I sit through this episode to see a dramatic conflict get resolved, or a bunch of loosely connected satires, ironies, and fart jokes? It should be both. One thing I've started to notice about South Park is that the use of controversial topics make up the plot of their episodes. For example, a plot line for today's episode would be, Cartman tackles transgender. Randy lives as Lord. Not long ago, episodes had their own creative plots, such as last season's Taming Strange, where Ike hits puberty. The story was creative, and it wasn't short of contemporary satire and humor with its bashing of Miley Cyrus. I have said this since episode one of this season. I'm hoping the creators would try harder to come up with original plots and color them in with commentary or with contemporary humor. Also, a Lord montage doesn't feel right to me in South Park. I still smile over the montage in Aspen and the Cinderella soundtrack in Raisins. I honestly miss those days when the humor was older rather than brand spanking new. On a final note, what the hell is up with Butters and him burning down the school? You can't just leave that untouched, Matt and Trey. Till next week. Well, maybe we'll get to it at some point. Who knows? Our final review is from Dong Tears, who wrote, The two plots contrasted greatly between each other, one where the LGBTQ support was abused, and one where genuine issues were shown with being transgender. The song was the finishing touch. Overall, this episode handled a serious issue with respect, but still kept the South Park brand. This could have easily gone wrong, but thanks to the creators, we got one of the best episodes of South Park, and for some, all of adult comedy. I mean, this, like I said, this episode was really well done. Um, I think right now the best episode of this season, but we've still got a long way to go, so we'll see if this episode still holds that title. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast where you could join other fans to discuss past, present, and when they do come up, future episodes of South Park. Next time around, we get a Timmy episode. Timmy has his own business. Well, we know how things went earlier in the in the season with the boys running the business let's see how timmy's business does as i review the episode handy car that is next time on shark's pond a south park podcast i'm bill thank you all for listening to this episode and i'll talk to you all next time